This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1638, What a Real-Life Bully Tells Her Kids, by Kate Brierly with Healthline.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Optimal Relationships Daily. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, back again with another post for the parents out there, one that definitely has a different flavor to it than articles that we've read in the past, though. Today's contributor, Kate Brierly, opens up about her past as a bully and how she's navigated this topic with her own kids. It's a really good read, very honest, very genuine. So let's hear what she has to say as we optimize your life. What a Real-Life Bully Tells Her Kids by Kate Brierly with Healthline.com I'm not proud of what I did, but I'm trying to learn from my mistakes to make things better for my children. I'm about to reveal a big old skeleton in my closet. I didn't just go through an awkward braces phase as a kid. I went through a bully stage too. My version of bullying blew right past kids being kids and well into being a total bully to poor unsuspecting souls for no good reason. The people I picked on were usually the unfortunate ones closest to me, family or good friends. They're still in my life today, whether by obligation or some small miracle. Sometimes they look back on it and they laugh with disbelief because I later became, and am still to this day, an extreme people-pleaser and non-confrontational queen. But I ain't laughing. I cringe. I am still completely mortified, to be honest. I think about the time I called a childhood friend out in front of a group for wearing the same outfit day after day. I remember pointing out someone's birthmark to make her self-conscious about it. I remember telling scary stories to younger neighbors to terrify them into not sleeping. The worst was when I spread rumors about a friend going through that time of the month to everyone at school. I was one of the only ones who saw it happen, and it didn't need to go any further than that. What made me even more of a jerk was that I was totally stealthy about my occasional nastiness, so I rarely get caught. When my mom gets wind of these stories, she is every bit as mortified as I am now, because she never realized it was going on. As a mom myself, that part really startles me. So why did I do it? Why did I stop? And how do I keep my own kids from bullying or being bullied as they grow up? These are questions I reflect on often, and I'm here to answer them from a reformed bully's perspective. Why a bully bullies? Why then? Insecurity, for one. Calling a friend out for wearing the same thing day after day? (laughs) Okay, dude. This coming from the girl who wore her American Eagle fleece until the elbows wore out, and went through a heavy no-shower phase to preserve the curls that were really crispy strands of gel-trapped hair just begging for a washing. I was no prize. But beyond insecurity, 
It was one part testing the turbulent preteen waters, and one part believing this was how girls my age treated each other. In that, I felt justified, because there were people out there doing a lot worse. A girl had become our friend group's leader, because others were scared of her. Fear equals power. Wasn't that how this whole thing worked? And hadn't the other older neighborhood girls written loser and sidewalk chalk about me outside of my house? I wasn't taking it that far. But here we are, and 25 years later, I'm still sorry for the dumb things I did. That takes me to when and why I stopped. A combination of relative maturity and experience. Surprising no one, I was devastated when the older girls who I thought were my friends shunned me, and people stopped wanting to hang out with our fearless friend group leader over time including me. I saw for myself that, no, that wasn't just how girls my age treated one another. Not if they intended on keeping them as friends, anyway. Being a preteen was rough enough. We girls had to have each other's backs. That leaves us with the last question. How do I keep my own kids from bullying, or being bullied, as they grow up? How I talk to my kids about bullying. Ah, now, this part is tough. I try to lead with honesty. My youngest isn't there yet, but my oldest is old enough to understand. More than that, he has already had a frame of reference, thanks to a ganging up scenario in summer camp. No matter when or why it happens, it happens, and it's my job to prepare him for it. That's why we keep an open family dialogue. I tell him that I wasn't always nice, cough cough, understatement of the year, and that he will encounter kids who sometimes hurt others to make themselves feel good. I tell them it's easy to buy into certain behaviors if you think it makes you cooler, or makes certain crowds like you more. But all we have is how we treat one another, and you own your own actions, always. Only you can set the tone for what you will and won't do, for what you will and won't accept. I don't need to tell you that the anti-bullying sentiment is alive and well, and rightfully so. There are even extreme incidents in the news of people convincing others that they're worthless and don't deserve to live. I can't imagine inflicting or living with that horror from anyone's side. And let's be real. We can't let it get to that level to get us talking about and rallying against it. Because bullying doesn't just happen on the playground or the halls of some high school somewhere. It happens in the workplace, among friend groups, in families, online, everywhere. And regardless of friend group, age, gender, race, religion, or virtually any other variable, we are in this thing together. We are people and parents who are doing our best, and we don't want our kids on either side of a bullying scenario. The more awareness we bring, and the less we're collectively willing to take, the better off we'll be. You just listened to the post titled, What a Real-Life Bully Tells Her Kids, by Kate Brierly with Healthline.com. And a big thank you to Kate for this post today. Definitely an interesting article and uh, an interesting predicament to find oneself in as a parent. I'm so glad Kate has been open about this, though, with her children. Not just because it pertains to them, obviously, you know, given that they're at an age in which bullying is relevant and everywhere, but also because Kate is sharing something about herself that doesn't color her in the perfect light. As parents, so many times we're tempted to showcase ourselves as these infallible beings. We don't want our kids to get the wrong ideas or feel as though certain behavior is okay simply because we've indulged in it. And this is a really great mindset, but I think it's really valuable for any parent to consider how to walk the line between setting a good example 
and also being honest about our own shortcomings in a way that's appropriate for our kids to hear. So my challenge for you today is to think about what sides of yourself you might be sheltering from your children, and if showing those sides in the right way could actually help you sharpen your relationship with your kids and let them know you a bit more, and maybe even break the seal of what might otherwise be difficult standards for you or them to live up to. Fun, right? Good luck with that, parents. It's time to wrap things up for today. As always, I'm so glad you joined, though. Wishing you all the best on this Friday. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.